In this episode of Growth Marketing Today, I talk about Spotify programmatic audio ads. Welcome to today's episode of Growth Marketing Today. My name is Ramley John. I'm excited to talk about Spotify ads with one of my buddies, Camille Rexton. I've known him for quite some time now. He is the founder and owner of a micro marketing agency here in Toronto called 42 Agency. And what he's been able to do at 42 Agency is be one of the first Spotify advertisers in Canada. Now, before you had to talk directly to Spotify with one of their account manager to launch your ad uh, on Spotify for the free version. But fall 2017, that's last year, they released this platform to the US where you can programmatically buy audio ads on Spotify. Now they launched that in Canada and UK in March 2018. As you you now know, they IPO'd in April for like $165 US. Absolute rocket rocket ship as as a company. And in the beginning, you had to apply to become an advertiser, but now you can just get in. So when this launched, Camille applied, he got in with because he has his marketing agency. And in this episode, you're going to find out if it's even worth it or uh, you'll find out how hard or how easy it is to, to do audio ads using Spotify. Uh, just a heads up as you listen to this episode. I did, uh, the quality isn't as good as I wanted it to be. I was just learning my ropes with doing an online version of this podcast. So please bear with me as I learn the ropes. But the quality, uh, not the quality, the the quality of the conversation and knowledge that Camille shares and drops as a knowledge bomb is absolutely priceless. So just bear with me with this. Go check it out. Let's listen in on my conversation with Camille. Hey everybody, welcome to Growth Market Today. I have your Camille Rexton. How are you doing, Camille? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. I know it's been a great day so far. <laughs> How are I'm hearing some things on your end? I just want to thank you so much for jumping on the call. I want to talk about Spotify ads today. I know you've been playing around with Spotify ads, so uh, man, before yeah. before we talk about Spotify ads, I, I love asking this question because like. It just shows to you how non-linear most career journeys are. I'm curious, how uh, can you tell me a little bit about your career journey so far? Like how you got to where you are right now? Yeah. Uh, so I'm originally son. Uh, did my engineering, worked in Procter and Gamble for a couple of years. Moved to Canada. Uh, did business and the sort of fell into startups. Uh, somebody. I was trying to do my own startup at one point in time back in 2010. And the lawyer was helping me. It's like, hey, I know your thing isn't going so well. You want to join my thing? I don't know what you'll do, but we just need somebody to do custom success as a market startup. I don't know what it is, but you know what? I'll figure it out. And that's, uh, yeah, that's how I fell into it. And then from there, just like the company me, uh, I just around around four or five years, uh, then went to a bunch of other places. And now recently I've started doing my own consulting uh, because I just know that there's common problems that companies have, especially B2B companies. And uh, I, I worked in enough to know what the solutions are and there was an opportunity and in November. So I wanted to be more flexible around my time. And yeah, that brings us to today. <laughs> 
<laughs> nice, nice to hear, man. Oh, it's good to hear you. So you just started 42 agency, right? Like you're focusing on like common problems, a lot of B2B, and you're focusing on SaaS. Yeah, B2B companies like Flexday, but mostly my, uh, because my most of my network is in B2B SaaS, then most of my work comes from B2B SaaS, that's what people know for. So that ended up doing most, a lot of my work. Nice, that's good to hear. Hey, uh, I know this is a uh, this on, uh, really, really relevant topic. You wrote an awesome blog post about Spotify ads. Um, and I actually applied to be a Spotify <laughs> ad uh, beta user. <laughs> But they wanted more information from you. <laughs> like, well, when did when did the Spotify ads thing come out? Like, it was just a few weeks ago, right? Or like last month? Uh, it was roughly a month ago, and I've been like, uh, I listen to Spotify a lot. I listen to podcasts a lot, and uh, I've been. Uh, I'm not sure which company I read about, but they ran some video ad, some video ad, and like Spotify and on-demand audio is sort of the future of radio as we know it. Yeah. So just interested in the dynamics of like white ads, audio ads, and how that works out. And to date, Spotify has been like direct sales, so you can't do programmatic ads on Spotify. But then they launched the ad studio and stuff. I was just genuinely curious about how it works and uh, what happens if I try something. And I mean, obviously, to be my space, like I'm. I'm not going to see any details from it, but I was just more curious about the mechanics of it and what happens. Yeah, that's, that's what exactly what I talk about because like new space, usually any new ad platform is, is a little bit cheaper per click. I'm, I'm curious, can you tell me a little bit about the whole process? Like, you know, what, what campaign did you design yeah. and like, the whole from start to finish? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so you, you upload it, you write a script, uh, you can request a voiceover and you can select what kind of voice you want, like mid-aged or young or what kind of background music you want. And the process was pretty smooth. I mean, uh, you choose targeting around geographies, devices, uh, playlists or music genre. So for like, which is a lot of people, but at least what I listen to when I'm working. So I, my theory was that if I'm uh, trying doing an ad for like a, my, my business right now, I'm trying to people who are working, uh, and then you just select, like you request a voiceover, it's done within like 15 minutes tops, and then uh, you upload some copy and good to go. It's pretty, yeah. pretty straightforward, pretty quick, pretty slick process, yeah. How long did that whole process take? A few hours, half an hour, 15 minutes? I mean... Half an hour because like I didn't really put any thought into it, so I just like wrote whatever copy came to my head. It's actually terrible that I think about it. I just picked a logo that I'd made in Canva, put that as a creative, and like wrote some copy and just like launched it just to see what happens. Do you remember what your copy was? What was what was the copy that you wrote for for, for particularly? Yeah, it was just like something like uh, struggling. Uh, actually, let me get up. I have an ad right here. I'll read it out to you. Uh, 42 plus agency is a micro performance marketing ops and growth agency. If you're struggling with marketing automation, demand generation, schedule free road mapping, call with us today. Click the banner to learn more. So, like, really terrible copy, if I'm honest. But uh, I mean, about two clicks. So, I must, I'm, I must have done something right. 
you got two clicks. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe let's talk about that. Like, let's talk about the results. So, how much how much did you put into this one ad? So it's spent around one hundred and sixty bucks to date. Uh, I've gotten like uh, ten thousand reach. That's like unique people reached on an ad and like a frequency of one point one. So like okay. average of the ten thousand people, people have heard it at least once, and I got two clicks, which is like a point zero two click through rate. <laughs> <laughs> but th- talk about that's ten thousand impressions for a hundred sixty bucks. That's not that's not that bad. Yeah. Like, that's not terrible if you're focusing on brand uh, brand reach or brand awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like because it's a new platform, so I think there's not a lot of people getting on it. So it you can get getting for a, a not not a lot of advertisers are bidding for the same audience. So you can get a lot more mileage for dollars per impression than you can on like AdWords or Display or Facebook because it, those platforms have so many advertisers. That it's hard to. It's just yeah. like there's so many people bidding. That's what's, so, that's what's so exciting about it is that it's a completely new ad platform. Um, you can potentially get a less cost per impression or per reach. Um, so that's really, sure. really good results with that. One of the things you talked about is uh, targeting. Yeah, yeah. You, mentioned about, you mentioned about targeting. Uh, you talked about like uh, playlists and geography. Is that pretty much all that you can like target your audience specifically to or yeah you can do it by age you can do it by age or you can do it by geography but i mean spotify doesn't capture like it's not like facebook where they have much information about you that it's kind of creepy spotify is pretty like they just whatever you information you give them on sign up i'm guessing that's what they use and some mm. with the app it's pretty straightforward but if you're a uh, FMCG brand or your retail brand, then like that kind of targeting is probably enough for you. Like if you're fashion to women or fashion to men, then you can sort of reach that audience that way. For like people like me who are more fo- who are more performance marketing focused, you can actually target or retarget people, or you can't target by like you know like job title or interests or like intent or anything like that. Because more passive listening platform so like people are just like have it plugged into their head and they just listen to things as they go nice no that's good to hear man that's uh that's really good to hear that your targeting is um there's like not as much targeting but you're able to get that reach um one of the the fascinating things too is how they streamline how you select your actor right so um you you tell me a little bit about like that process so you you wrote your copy you put it in spotify and then, then you chose you chose your actor. Yeah. Like yeah. So you see, you basically pick what kind of voice you want. So you can choose like North American, British, whatever kind of you know voice actor. What kind of age bracket you want the voice actor to be? And I believe they use a third-party platform for like sourcing those voice actors, and then like generate requests to them, and then somebody picks it up and then sends it back to Spotify. So it's like based on like the audience you're trying to reach, you might want to pick somebody trying to reach a demographic. You might want to pick somebody who sounds younger so they can relate to it more because all you have is a voice in the, in the head. So like there's, I mean, look at the US on Spotify, it's like phone in my pocket or like playing in the background. 
in my house on my smart speaker or whatever. So you don't really, there's not a lot of visuals you can play with. So the voice is an important part. Oh, so you can like listen to a bunch of audio samples and they're like, I want that one, <laughs> right? Or you, were you able to like... Uh, so they, you basically pick something and then they send something back to you and you can say, okay, I like this. Or no, I want to change right. the voice over. I want to try something. Interesting. I right. can pick like background music. Yeah. So it's not fully automated. It's not like um, there, there's somebody, I'm guessing there's somebody in the back end, like a person who's actually selecting voices for you. Um, is that, yeah, is that yeah. I think they, I think they plug into some, uh, some marketplace where they have voice actors and they request, we actually record it when they get the request and they send it back. And given that it happened within like 10, 15 minutes, it's pretty quick. Okay. 10, 15 minutes. That's, that's really fascinating. Yeah. Because like I've I've ordered voices for so my podcast, I, the 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 voice actor that I chose took about two to three days to record three lines. Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really I'm guessing whatever platform they use. Yeah, yeah. Because like that's and you know when we're thinking about experimenting, uh, it's all about it's all about the speed of learning. And if you, it takes you two to three days to turn around a voice actor, I mean like that's two to three days of wasted potential learnings, right? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. only drawback is like you can't really like you know I was kind of picky about my voice for my intro, like did where you I'm guessing you weren't like oh I don't like this voice. <laughs> it's like give me another one or no I was <laughs> interesting. What kind? What, I mean, what for me? What was the what was the voice actor? So like uh, was was it a male, female, younger, older? It was a male, uh, thirty. Five plus, uh, like a neutral North American accent. So it was pretty basic. And you can leave like instructions for the voice actor if you want them to say certain words a certain way, or like, if you want to emphasize something. But uh, to be honest, like my my request was like, you know, just say the words as they are, and like I'm pretty much okay with it because for me it's like 150 bucks just learn something about the platform. It wasn't like a proper campaign I was ex- executing. But if I was doing Spotify apps for a client. I'd probably be more like picky and particular about how they say the brand name, how they say certain things. Or, I mean, it sort of reminds me, sort of a slight tangent, but uh, reminds me of like how um, uh, MailChimp ad got mispronounced as MailChimp and then it became a whole thing. So, <laughs> Oh my goodness, MailChimp. That would be so not good. That would be so bad for your brand. <laughs> What, what would be also fascinating is if you can uh, request two versions of the ads. So you can be like, hey, I want one male and one, another one would be a female uh, and then launch them both at the same time. Is that something that... You could... I mean, I think the way to do that on Spotify right now would be to create two different campaigns. Oh, right. uh, because like one campaign one objective one voice over one creative so like they don't and to be honest like it's such an early platform it's still like i'm sure they're gonna build out more of it but for the top the audience the advertisers they're trying to work with i think they're not they're trying to drive like brand awareness or like retail visits or something like that so it's probably they already have good enough like who their art is what kind of voice they want what kind of like all that stuff so that's cool. I, I'm cur- I'm also curious how picky you can be with the voice. And, and I'm like, because I read an article recently that uh, that uh, British accents work best 
in advertising in North America versus in UK. So, you know, like you can be as specific as, hey, I want a female voice from age 20 to 25, British accent, uh, and I don't know, or maybe one with a UK, uh, not a UK, uh, Australian accent. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you could do that. And I think the reason for that is that it sounds exotic, not American. Yeah. So they, we're, you know, it's different, so. Right, yeah, it definitely is different. I'm curious how long it took you to get accepted as a beta user because I applied a few days ago, two to three days ago. Um, they came back to me. Mm-hmm. I use I use my my personal, not really my personal, but it's like my consulting email, hi at ramleyjohn.com, and they came back to me and said, "Hey, you need to use your work email, uh, and they need more information." So, like, how, how long did the process take for you to to become a beta user? What, like, did they come back for you? Uh, I think. They did come back to me for more information. I think it roughly took around a couple, of, maybe a little over a month. But like initially, I used my 42.agency email and they came back to me and they're like, oh, like you're in the queue, but we need so much information. So I told them I'm like a mom and pop hunting shop. And I think they were like, okay, sure. <laughs> like <laughs> the, I didn't have any issues getting in. Right. But I'm guessing they want to make sure that they're getting in are a good for the platform. So. Yeah, I'm curious if you would use uh, Spotify ads again, like you know, either for your own agency or maybe one of your clients. Um, and what would be your your goal you want to achieve for that? Is it mainly, like I said, once again, awareness, or would you try something else? Yeah, I think I'd, I would for myself. Uh, uh, put thought into it and definitely for uh, clients that are more like um, I wouldn't say B2C but like have a wider market so my clients are like really niche like they're targeting financial services advices or something like that and like if if I would do more research if it was good for a client to see like if uh, the user behavior is actually listen to Spotify or like audio at all or like what demographic they fall into but uh, I think it's, it's an interesting platform. It definitely has its place. It's not like a traditional direct response, conversion, JavaScript, pixel kind of thing. I, like, an interesting example is I went to the store the other day and like, I've been hearing a lot of Dr. Pepper ads on Spotify lately. And I went to the store, I wanted to pick up a soda and I'm like, I picked up a Dr. Pepper and I've never had a Dr. Pepper in my life before. And it's just like, I was in the store and like, I saw Dr. Pepper and that ad just like replayed in my head and I was like, oh, I should probably try Dr. Pepper. So, I mean, there's like, there's those kind of things that happen. So like there's, there's uh there's a world beyond just what you can measure to click through and you know, conversion and all that stuff. That's so true. Right. It's like, um, it's, it's interesting cause, cause it's like, it's purely audio. It's an audio like memory and, I'm not sure how effective it is, but it's definitely like now you have visual, you know, through retargeting and then you have video retargeting and then audio does, they're following you everywhere, eyes, ears, and like, I don't know, I don't know if touch is yeah. feature. <laughs> One thing that's fascinating is if you can target podcasts, because I know Spotify has been letting in podcasts into the Spotify network. Now that that would be really fascinating for BD, like when you start getting to BDB. So let's say you want to target like a specific podcast, focus on BDB marketing or things like. This. Were you only able to target like yeah. 
No, no podcast right now. And I'm part of me is afraid of when programmatic ads came to pod, to podcast because I think like marketers ruin everything. So it's just going to be a lot of shitty ads and podcasts right now. Like when you listen to a podcast and like the host actually reads out the ad, it's sort of, it doesn't feel as jarring and it's sort of like they have a, I listened to a couple of like Recode Decode and like a couple of other podcasts and Twit, you can tech, the host reads it. And maybe they're like, whoever they have in the podcast, they like have a conversation about the product. So like, they're like, oh yeah, do you use this product? Yeah, have it. And they'll talk for a couple of weeks. So it's sort of like, almost like in-stream native advertising. But like when programmatic comes in, you'll get a lot of shitty, <laughs> shitty yeah, not well through just like, you know, and I think it'll, it'll turn into like, you, you mentioned on Twitter, like it turns something like into YouTube where you get right. free roll, mid roll, and roll like everywhere you can slam ads it. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's so true, right? Like I think you're right. I and I'm I'm guilty of this. I, I do sometimes ruin things as a marketer. Uh but there are some uh, I guess pros to it. Like it's a good way to uh, maybe for podcasters to monetize their podcast finally. Like then maybe they're not big enough to to yeah. get some advertisers, um, but they can Maybe start. Maybe that's where Spotify is going. Maybe next thing you know, Google acquires Spotify just because of this platform, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, uh, for sure. I just like I did look into podcast advertising at one point in my time, and uh, I was talking to this company that does like basically they're middlemen. So you give them you give them what kind of audience you want to reach and like how much budget you have, and they post the podcast for you, and then they handle on the advertising thing. But like they were very strict about who they let in, so like you have to be like you have to have a very thing to There must be a good reason. Like your product must be top notch. So that itself creates a filter, a certain quality filter. But uh, if you're a podcast, for sure, it's harder for you to monetize your podcast. But I think there's like other ways you can like for you, right. for example, this podcast is a great to meet people who are consulting clients or like just generally. Right. You know, so like it's sort of like a other private, like secondary play. That's so true. No, that's definitely so true. And I, I, I just want to go back to what you said earlier. You're right. Like, you know, it would be so annoying to listen to podcasts and then all of a sudden you, you hear a bunch of ads. And right now targeting yeah. Spotify, it's not very, it's, it's not as, uh, as, as like, like in depth as, you know, what you would get with Facebook or Google. So you would get a lot of irrelevant ads when you're listening to, I don't know what, you know, like passive income uh, podcasts or Ferris um, podcast. You're listening to like Dr. Pepper. It's like, it's not even re- relevant to me right now, but maybe it's relevant to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, gonna, well, for sure. I think is the new, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you were saying, you're, you said you think. Oh, just, um, just like, yeah, that's one thing I'm worried about is that you'll get advertising is only good when it's relevant and like at the right time, uh, which is partially why like Facebook works really well because they have so much data on you, which is sometimes not a good, but it's, it lets advertisers create like super relevant, hyper-targeted ads. But if you're looking at something like podcasts and programmatic ads, then it's like, it's a whole can of worms that might lead to like terrible ads and like people might even stop listening to podcasts because there's just so many terrible ads on it. Hmm. Right. Or they would go back to what they have, right? You know, 
they would go back to their, you know, their own podcast app or something like that so that they don't have to listen to Spotify um, ads. So basically, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to kill the user experience. That's true. And that's, I think that's a struggle with YouTube right now too. It's like, I think a few months ago, uh, they had some major issues with, I think Logan Paul on YouTube where, you know, yeah. he, he showed some inappropriate videos and they had to start like, they had to raise the bar for content creators on YouTube and that caused a whole uproar. Yeah. The same thing that happens when Spotify tries to monetize podcasts or, or playlists, even playlists, right? It could be interesting. Let's go back to, uh, to marketing. Yeah, uh, I mean, YouTube has... Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go, go right ahead. Sorry about the lag. No, I know there's a lag. So sometimes I overlap with you. I don't mean to uh, overlap with your conversation. But oh, I was just saying like YouTube has a whole other whack of issues because literally anybody can go in and upload videos and like, people will just be like putting back bad videos and it, because it's all programmatic then as a brand I'm worried about where my videos are getting associated and where they're coming up similar with Facebook like on instant articles or whatever like sometimes my ad might show up on some article about a terrible tragedy that happened and you don't want that so that's the downside of programmatic where you have less control it's cheaper it's more efficient but you as a brand and as an advertiser you just have less control over equity and the brand where your ad appears so true i never thought about that trade-off like you want it you want it easier cheaper but you have definitely less control as to where your where your ads can appear right now um i want to i want to go back to marketing i know we've been talking about content and swan kiss like this is definitely new and it's cool uh, I'm curious, what are you, your, some of your tips, like some actionable tips you have for any, any brand agency or company that's like, Hey, we should try out Spotify ads because it's new and it's probably cheaper and it's going to cheaper for impressions or reach. What are some tips that you have? I mean, uh, I would say don't look at click through rates, look at, uh, treat it as a assist channel. So see how much, if you have a sign up conversion like metrics like traffic i don't know whatever your key metric that you're trying to measure is if you have a baseline of it and then run spotify ads and see if that overall the overall in it so like a good example is uh at a previous company when i used to run facebook ads i would see a lift like a five percent lift in my direct traffic and just from direct traffic so and when i stopped running ads that would correspondingly go down so even though like with something like Facebook where I have like view through conversion, direct conversion, click conversion, I have all that data within different attribution windows, there was still this spillover effect into other channels that happened. And part of the reason is that somebody might see an ad on Facebook, they might not click on it, but later they might be like they might just go to the website and like see what's up. So similar with Spotify because people might not be taking out their phone to click on your ad. But that message sticks with them, then later down the line, like a month later, they might be looking for something. They might see your retargeting ad, and if they hadn't heard that ad on Spotify in the first place, they might not have clicked on that ad or your website or stuff like that. So try and measure, like, overall, this is my baseline. This is how much incremental value of this is how much it increments after I run Spotify ads. Or if you're, like, a physical retail location, then you can definitely measure, like, you know, direct how many people come to, like, uh, these, right. days, these days, like, 
devices running a lot of Spotify ads for a new uh, new store they're opening up in downtown Toronto. And like, I've heard there are many times, next time I go to downtown and go to that mall, I'll be like, I'll be like, I'll go to the Levi's store just because I've heard their ads so much. Right. Well, so good. No, those, those are definitely some good tips. Definitely don't focus on the click through. This is definitely an assist channel. Um, I'm about to wrap up. We're hitting our uh, half hour mark. Uh, I was. I also love ask, ending with this question. Uh, you know, if you, what kind of tips would you have for any recent grads or anybody trying to switch over to marketing? What kind of tips would you have for them? Yeah. Typically, your specialty is B2B SaaS, so people are trying to get into B2B SaaS marketing. Yeah. What are your tips. I think a lot of people these days are reading a lot of blogs and growth hacky things and they're getting the wrong ideas of what works and what doesn't work. I, the one thing, and this is probably I might not be clear for saying this, is don't read those things. Uh, get the foundations right. Understand what the product is. Understand what the, who the customer is. What value they got out of the product. And like all this growth hacky, like silver bullet stuff, it doesn't exist. Uh, it's very context dependent on what your business is, what your market is. So just like focus on the foundational pieces, I'm reading more, but like take it with a grain of salt and uh, go out and build something. Like try, like start writing about what you're learning. I mean, blogging has been great for me to teach myself all that. I like, it just helps me condense and like understand deeper what, what, what's happening. So like writing about Spotify ads, I can with a lot of people to that. And, it's helped me like put more context around like how Spotify should be used as a channel. Nice. Awesome, man. That's, that's right. You know, you just go, go out and try things. Before I end, I, I just want to give you your own call to action. Like where can people find you? What do you want them to do? <laughs> you know, what is your call to action right now to any of my listeners? <laughs> just, uh, if you want to like talk to me, uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, Kamil Rexton. Uh, I'm always on Twitter. I'm active on Twitter. Yep, uh, that's probably the best way to like get into <laughs> I say a lot of stuff on Twitter, so yeah. <laughs> so you heard it from Camille. Follow him on CamilleRexton.com. I just want to thank you so much, Camille, again for your afternoon. Have a good one. Thanks, man. You too. Thank you. Thanks for listening on this episode about Spotify ads with my chat with Camille Rexton. Uh, I hope you got a lot out of this. Go ahead, go to Spotify ads. It's Google it. It'll be the first result. You can just get in right now. You don't have to apply for it. Experiment with it if it's even worth for your brand or for company that you're working for right now. Other than that, I'm actually doing more videos with this podcast. If you want to check out the video of this podcast, you can go to growthmarketing.today forward slash 032. Anyways, other than that, this is Ramley John. Keep on going. <laughs>